Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Thursdays at 8.40. Hello, Wendy lady. Hello, Darren. So we're taking another bite of the Black Friday cherry this week, are we? I think so, indeed. If the retailers can stretch out the annual spend fest to a week or a month or whatever, I think we can turn and the so spotlight on a two th- before and after, right? Last yeah. week was just about to happen. Um, and now it's done, even Cyber Monday is done. So inevitably, this time um, of the year, I'm fielding all sorts of post-Black Friday emails from listeners. Um, my watch out this week has to do with real versus claimed savings, right? So Take A Lot, among others, has been getting a lot of, um, it's a total scam shade on Twitter. People saying that the savings were grossly exaggerated. So now, with regard, I followed a particular thread on uh, about Take A Lot uh, uh, relating to a set of Berlinga pots, which were being sold on the Blue Dot Black Friday sale at 1999, mm-hmm. let's call it 2000, which they said was a 58% saving, right? Sounds fantastic. But someone tweeted, what a joke is this? I had these in my cart for months at the price of 2512. And all of a sudden, they say the original price is 6028 daylight fraud <laughs> mm-hmm. and there were similar you know other people saying similar things so here's what you should know about how those saving percentages are calculated and it doesn't just apply to take a lot i must stress it's a sales tax tactic used the world over especially mm. online but not only online so the before price used to come up with that enticing saving percentage is the list price do you know what the list price is Mm-mm. darren does that mean anything to no, you no no I don't think it means anything to the average consumer. It's the term that the trade uses for the recommended retail selling price set by the supplier, right? Not mm. the price that that particular site or store used to sell the product for before the big sale. And I think that that's what most consumers assume. We used to sell this for 6000 and now we're selling it for two. Mm. I asked a Take A Lot spokesman if the company had ever sold those pots for the list price of 6028 rand, and she hesitated and said she wasn't sure. What she did know for sure was that for at least the past four months, that list price had not changed while the selling price has. The marketplace seller, in the case of the pots, was that's Precision Cookware, they can choose to discount to whatever price they like. And they do, which makes the list price pretty irrelevant, if you ask me. If it's mm. never been sold for 6000 I mean, how is that a 58% saving? It's 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 a technical saving, but it's not a real saving. Mm. So what I think would be more accurate, and I'm sure many consumers would agree, and also more transparent, was to base that saving on the average price the product sold in the past six months, say, or mm. three months, or whatever, rather than a price which may never have been applied. But that's the way it works. The list price is what they base that saving on. So it really is good to know, and it's even more reason to track the prices yourself, and not in just not just in the lead up to Black Friday, but any time that you're told a product is on sale. I don't know about you, but <laughs> many jewelry stores and carpet retailers in particular, they seem to have permanent sales. Mm. So what price are those 50% off things based on? Probably a recommended retail selling price that was never ever applied. Yeah. So good to know. That's It's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a... Um, 
a tactic, a sales tactic used the world over but to I, I, kind of give you an impression of yeah. a bigger saving than, than actually. But you've given us a heads up this year and last year you did this as well when you said if there's a, a saving on something, go look at um, you know, sort of like um, um, equal sites or sites in the same sort of like retail uh, sphere and see what their selling price is to see if you actually have that percentage of a save. So, you know, exactly. if, I, if, if I'm looking at a nice 46-inch uh, uh, TV and someone says, you're getting 50% off, and I'm like, well, how much would other people retail it for? And uh, then you can actually see that for sure. So you've yeah. so you got to do your homework a little bit more. And, yeah, it's the actual price. It's not the recommended selling price or the list price yeah. that you should work out. <laughs> is it a saving or not on that? With, you know, a list price can be can be just a theoretical. You know, it's okay. never, ever applied. All right. Yeah. So, that's so coming up out? in Shop Talk. Yes. yes, Shop Talk coming up. How not to tell customers that they've lost out on a Good Friday. A Good Friday. A Black Friday. A good Black Friday deal. <laughs> okay, coming up. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Thursdays at 8.40. 8.40. Wendy Lady. Yes. What do you want to tell retailers about breaking it to their customers that they aren't getting that bargain that they bought after all? Okay, this applies not just to that particular form of bad news, but all bits of bad news that, uh, that, and companies, you know, quite regularly have to break to their customers. So mm. the trouble with bumper online sales is that with thousands of people in the virtual store at the same time, all hungry for often the same bargains, mm. is that they, well, you can you think that you scored a, a bargain. You get the confirmation email, the payment confirmation SMS comes through on your phone from your bank, and you think, yes, got that mm. pair of shoes or whatever. But actually, somebody else has beaten it to you to it. But the technology just can't keep pace with that mm. with that uh, the speed of all of that. Yeah. So Michael Sequeira bought a pair of New Balance running shoes for 400 rand bargain mm. the day before Black Friday. They had started their sales early like so many others. He got that confirmation email. It came off his bank account, but later he got another email saying, "We would like to inform you that we have not initiated a refund as we are not able to supply you with this product." And as he said in his email to me, not even an explanation. Um, so I took it up with New Balance. Their country manager, Craig Bowen, said the this, this shoe was sold out in Michael's size, size 8. He said the live nature of e-commerce and a high rate of sales cadence during sales periods, periods, which is a fancy way of saying what I just said earlier, meant that someone else is likely to have bought the last size 8 in that particular shoe, possibly moments before Mr. Sequeira did, he said. So then I asked him about, well, I, I get that, I said, but what about the lack of explanation? He said, providing reasons is often seen as making excuses. And in our experience, informing the customer of the situation at once, apologizing and refunding him or her immediately is the most acceptable course of action. We also extended a discount coupon, 40% off his next purchase. Mm. Interesting that that didn't uh, implicate um, Michael. He was like, yeah, uh, they just cancelled the 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 purchase mm. without reason, without explanation, just because. So as as I said to New Balance, I disagree. In my experience, consumers generally respond better to being given more information rather than less mm. when they have been let down by a service provider. And the analogy I love is when you supposed to be on your flight taking off and they haven't even started boarding and you get this delayed for operational reasons i mean mm. that's just like, like saying delayed and we're not telling you why yeah um if they say you know there's 
it's late in from Joburg. There's storms. There's the, the pilots caught in traffic, whatever yeah, it is. Exactly. You kind of like it's annoying, but you feel respected when you just get told this is it and no um, explanation. To my mind, and the feedback I've gotten 21 years of consumer journalism from people that this has happened to is just talk to us. You know, mm, it's mm. even worse if you say nothing at all. But anyway, so. Um, he took it well. Um, New Balances, Craig Bowen. He, um, we had a very nice exchange around this, and he mm. said, "You know, it's food for thought." But yeah, bottom line: a lack of information always, almost always, compounds the letdown being seen as a sign of disrespect. Mm. In this case as well, it would avoid if they'd said what the problem was. It yeah. would have avoided people jumping to conclusions as to the reason for the order being cancelled. Like, yeah. was this shoe on sale at all ever kind of thing. So yeah. just, yeah, more rather than less information when you've let a customer down. That's, that's my shop talk. Perfect. I hope everyone's yeah. listening to that. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Darren. And if you want to get a hold of Wendy for any consumer issue whatsoever, her Facebook is the best place to go to. There is an, uh, a mail option on her Facebook. It's Wendy Nola. Consum- consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Thursdays at 8.40. 8.40. Hello, Wendy lady.